0: This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz.
1: This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Checkers or chess? Russian military forces have not yet engaged in Ukraine, but their preparations to do so were continuing. Our Pentagon says that Russian forces have consolidated to where they can move into Ukraine at any time. I have somewhere between 70 and to an 80% chance of that eventually happening. The question is how Putin finds a way out of this now that gets concessions he can tout as worthy of the brickmanship that he has created and that would allow him to save face that he did not cave in to the West. I do not currently see a path to that outcome. That only means that it would come as a surprise to me. The markets are essentially the measure of immediate conditions. They move and the headlines follow. A headline like, Russia's top diplomat advises Putin to continue security talks with the West, prompted markets to sell off. Biden has done a pretty good job if the game they are playing is checkers. It could be, however, that Putin is playing chess. Time will tell. One objective of Russia's threatening Ukraine was to test the resolve of NATO, By and large, I think that many have been surprised as NATO stepped up to provide Ukraine with defensive arms, javelin anti-tank missiles, stinger anti-aircraft missiles, ammunition and drones. That is enough to raise the cost of a full-fledged Russian invasion. While no U.S. or NATO troops will engage with Russians directly on purpose, we will be providing Ukraine military intelligence and our NSA will assist Ukraine to engage in cyber warfare. At the very least, this alters the kind of military offensive that the Russian army may employ. My take has always been that they'll want to isolate Ukraine from land, sea, and air routes to and from the country while doing the least amount of damage to infrastructure in terms of limiting casualties to both sides. They do not want a bloodbath that leaves Ukraine a hulking mess. What he has done with his military has always had the objective of giving him leverage with Ukraine at a negotiation table. He wants a permanent pledge that Ukraine will never join NATO, and he seeks to undermine the power and authority of the central government in Kiev. He would prefer them to adopt weaker federalism, where their provinces determine Ukraine policy, and where the Ukraine government becomes something akin to a confederation of states. That is why we dropped that form of rule here in the United States in 1789 and adopted a stronger constitutional form of federal government. As a note of history, the Confederate States of America was also a confederation of states with a weak central government in Richmond, contributing to the South losing the Civil War. He wants to undermine the central government, weakening Ukraine. He doesn't want another Poland on his border. It is hard to see how Putin can achieve his objectives with his current degree of leverage. NATO in the West has congealed more strength and resolve than many thought that they would or could, Putin's decision now is if he wants to take this contest with the West to the next level, where regardless of what happens directly in Ukraine, we enter an economic war between Russia and the West. Biden has made it clear that a high price in terms of geopolitics and economics would accompany a decision by Putin to militarily engage in Ukraine. Biden has failed to make it clear at all the impact that this would have on the United States and global economies. An economic war was sanctioned on Russia would boomerang, causing significant problems with the U.S. economy. China would be officially neutral, which will translate in the real world to benefiting Russia. Supply chain disruptions would get worse. If U.S. consumers are paying 5 to $6 for gas at the pump, and everything else they buy is going up and up as we hit double-digit inflation, it creates questions begging to be answered. Who will the U.S. public blame, Putin or Biden? By and large, most Americans support what Biden has done relative to Ukraine to this point, but it has not cost them anything yet. Goldman Sachs says that if Putin invades Ukraine, triggering sanctions, that crude oil could climb to $120 to $150 a barrel. I do want to point out that the United States is virtually energy secure, able to export natural gas, but Europe in particular would be squeezed as replacing Russian energy would be impossible short term. Brent crude prices would lead higher. That is why the Germans appear so reluctant to fully commit to embargoing Russian oil and gas. If the game is checkers, someone's likely to lose a king with the next move. If the king is lost in chess, it is checkmate. Biden has played a good round of checkers, but if Putin switches the game to chess, circumstances change quickly. If Putin engages militarily with Ukraine, it is because he is thinking that sanctions will exacerbate U.S. inflation and that the U.S. public will quickly be asking, Why is it that we are supporting Ukraine? You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For
0: a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com.